Hi, this is Bob Sorrentino from ItalianGenealogy.blog, and today I'm here with Jude Metcalf, all the way from Australia. Welcome, Jude, and thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Bob. I appreciate it. The obvious question is, how'd you wind up in Australia? (laughs) Uh, Through work, my company asked me to come down here in what started out as a six-month stint, and here I am two years later, still here, so it's a great place, and given the uh, virus, I'm glad I'm here right now, I guess. Uh, Yeah, that's great. I had the opportunity uh, 25 years ago to live in the UK for 26 months, so it is a cool experience. It is, it is. I, you know, I wish I had done it earlier in my life, but, you know, no matter. Glad I'm doing it now. Oh, that's great. So my first question for you is, when did you start researching your family roots? Um, you know, I guess I've always been a little bit interested in it. Um, I'm, I'm half Irish and half Italian, and I knew much more about the Irish side of my family. And so on the Italian side, um, I really wanted to know more. And so I always ask my, ask my uh, aunts and uncles about things, but nobody ever really had a lot of detail, to be honest. And it wasn't until a few years ago uh, to solve a pretty specific question that I really got serious about it. Yeah, you know, I find that a lot of Italian families, the same thing, that people didn't talk a lot about it. Even in my family, and even later on, I didn't think to ask some of my my aunts and uncles. But by the time I started doing this, most of them had passed away. And even my mom, she didn't have a whole lot of detail. Yeah, I, I don't under, it, it's crazy because I don't understand why. But they just felt like, you know, I don't know if they got to this country and felt like, hey, I'm just going to look forward, not back. But yeah, people didn't really want to spend a lot of time talking about the past, at least on the Italian side. I know you're doing an an Italian podcast here. On the Irish side, that's all they did was look to the past. (laughs) So (laughs) it it was really, so I I had had both sides growing up. Well, that's that's a good thing. I mean, when I started doing my research, I came across my uh, my paternal grandmother's uh, mother, or at least who I thought it was, and um, both my grandmother's uh, parents were from nobility in Naples, but I had never heard the name before. So I asked my cousin who lived with her, and, and she knew, and she said, oh, yes, of course, that's the family, and it goes back all these years, and blah, 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 blah. But it wasn't, she knew because she grew up with my grandmother and my grandmother probably used to tell her stories all the time, you know. Um, so where is your Italian family from? So uh, on the Italian side, my mother's uh, mother is from a little town in Salerno, right, uh, in, in the Salerno area. And her father uh, is from Genoa. Oh, nice. So you're the first person I've interviewed that actually came, that family came from Genoa. Uh, and I have a friend who just, I have a friend who just recently moved to Solano last year. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Gen- Genoa is where the story gets interesting for me. So I'm sure we'll get into that at some point. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. Um, so have you done a DNA test at all? Yes. 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 My, my entire family has, and my mother did as part of this research as well. Oh, that's great. I kept procrastinating about, you know, having my mom do it. And by the time, you know, I 
got around to it that it was too late. But I wish I, I found some third and fourth cousins in Italy, and I'm begging them to get at least some of them to do the test. Um, I mean, I know through I know through documentation and conversations, all of that, that we're related. But it would be nice to have that link, you know. Yeah, it's always it's always scary what you find. In my case, without the DNA test, we never would have gotten the answers we wanted. But I know a very good friend of mine who's from Sicily. He's uh, all Sicilian. His wife's all uh, Napolitan. And uh, he did the DNA test, or his kids did it. His kids did it. He, he refuses to do it. But his kids did it, and they found out that they had, or that he had a cousin that nobody knew about because, you know, it was one of those uh, situations where... <laughs> somebody, you know, got somebody pregnant, didn't get married, et cetera, et cetera. So sometimes you find out things you don't want to know. <laughs> well, yeah, we found out some very interesting things. One of them is one of my uh, fraternity brothers from, from college did the test, and he found out that he's fifth cousins with my wife through Sicily. Wow. Um, and he found out that he had a, a, an older half-brother. That he had n- no idea. Hmm. Uh, and then I also found a, a, one of my one of my cousins. Same thing. He he had a he had a child that was adopted. That was adopted. Hmm. That he had made somebody pregnant, uh, and he was married at the time. And my you know my well they're all my cousins I guess, but my cousin that I grew up with that I know, they had no idea. She had no clue. Yeah. Um, well, this this is making my story sound a little more normal than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine is mine is mine is mostly normal. I think out, outside of that. Um, yeah. Uh, so I know you did, but uh, you I know you hired a pro, uh, yes. Jennifer Petrino. So how did that work out, and why did you hire a pro? Yeah. So we, you know, the the, the situation was uh, very difficult. I tried to do some research on my own. And uh, my sister tried to do some things on Ancestry.com, which they do a lot of good things, but that information is only as good as what people put out there. And I'm, I'm a big facts guy. And so, you know, just because somebody says something, if they don't have proof, I don't, you know, it doesn't mean anything to me. And so we had tried to do some research, you know, again, unprofessionally, and we weren't getting anywhere. And so uh, I just felt like, uh, I needed to get the professional help, and I have to say, there is absolutely no way we would have gotten the answers that we we were looking for without uh, Jennifer's help. I I was, you know, clearly she has experience in this, and clearly looks under rocks I wouldn't have even thought to look under, and uh, was able to get the answer. So we, we we tried to do it on our own, but this was a well, anyway I think a fairly complex case. Yeah, and I I did a lot of research on my own too, and I'm with you. If if I see something, I'm not just buying into it until I actually see some sort of proof or you know able to uh, make sure that it's actual actually factual. In my case, with, with um, my mom's family, believe it or not, they were farmers from Bari, and Bari has almost all their records on the Antonati. So I was like oh, wow. making headway all over the place with them. I found cousins and aunts and I mean, found everything really pretty simple. And um, my, my dad's uh, uh, 
grandmother, her family was very, very well documented through, you know, nobility charts and things like that. Mm. And once I started going down that path, although I really wanted to make sure that it was, was true, but I did the same thing. I needed help with um, my paternal great grandfather, because even though I knew his name and I knew who I knew confirmed that he was married um, to my great grandmother, I couldn't find a link in some of these charts to him. And what had happened was his great grandmother, she, she merged the two family names after her husband died for some strange reason. And she became the duchess very unusual in Italy for a woman mm-hmm. to get the title, but she did. And she merged the family names, and it was only through the professional help that he got me some extra records I couldn't find and things like that that I was able to, like, put a stamp on that link. And my dad's father, I couldn't find anything. And mm-hmm. he helped me find the Sorrentino side, which was which was very interesting. Yeah. So with that, what was the amazing discovery that you found? Yeah, so... So I, I grew up my entire life knowing that my mother was very upset by the fact that she found out when she was 21 that she was born out of wedlock. And she grew up with uh, the last name Fontana. Her family's name was Yacadine. That's another story. Uh, her family's name was, uh, was Yacadine, but she grew up Fontana. When she went to get married, she needed to get her birth certificate. And they told her there was no such birth certificate as Fontana. And so she had to go back to her mother. And then her mother broke down and cried and said that, you know, she had always told her her father had died before she was born. Turns out that they were never married. Turns out that uh, uh, her birth certificate had Yacadine and only her baptismal certificate had the name Fontana on it. Uh, and so, I, I don't know, my mother was just always upset by it. And she, as the older she got, she's 85 now. The older she got, the more she was upset that she didn't know who her father was or didn't know why they didn't get married or didn't know if she had any brothers and sisters. And I felt like I just had to do it for her. I had to try to find out for her. And, you know, again, after unsuccessfully trying it on my own, we hired Jennifer to uh, to do the research for us and uh, found out some fascinating stuff. In addition, we were trying to find out more backstory on uh, her mother's family, the Yacadine family, because we we went back and we couldn't find anything on them either. So uh, Jennifer found a lot of information about both. Oh, that's great. So so how far back was she able to go? Oh, many, many generations. I, I don't I don't have it off the top of my head, but uh, she traced back, uh, you know, great, great, great grandparents on both sides. And the challenge was, na- well, the, cha- the challenge was two challenges, right? The challenge on my grandmother's side, my mother's mother, was that even though the name was Yacadine, they came over here as Iacadino, and that's where we lost it. And she was able to find that out, and then she was able to go back and find out, uh, you know, where they were from. You know, that's the other thing. I always grew up people saying, oh, yeah, your family's from Naples, but they weren't from Naples. Uh, and then on the other side, all she had was the name uh, of Fontana, and she was able to find find him, find out where he lived, find out that my mother had two brothers. Uh, unfortunately, you know, neither of them uh, she's able to speak to now, uh, but found out she had cousins, so we were able to connect her with cousins. Uh, but, you know, she went back 
you know, to, oh boy, I don't know, the seven, maybe 1700s. I don't know, pretty, pretty far back. She was pretty lucky. She went pretty far back. I don't have the records in front of me, but she went farther back than I needed her to <laughs> or <laughs> wanted her to, but she, she did a, she did a great job. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, you know, it's, it's fascinating to me that some of us, some of us just have that bug and then, you know, some of us don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they think we're a little like loopy, at least in my case. Uh, I, I just found out something interesting the other day. Uh, Ancestry offered for a few days um, free to, uh, I think it's newspapers, something, I forget the exact, the, the whole title, but they were offering it for free for a few days. And so I started searching back and I found out that I knew that my father was born in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I found a local paper that's actually still in business. So I, I need to, amazing that they're still in business. So I want to contact them. But I was finding articles from the 1920s with all these things with my grandparents. And it was, Scotch Plains was very, very small back then. So yeah. every little thing that happened was in this newspaper. Uh, you know, like uh, my 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 aunt, went to vacation in Brooklyn for two weeks. And there was a, that was in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Aunt, listen, Aunt, I, despite what I said about ancestry, having information that's only as good as what people put out there. Ancestry is what helped us confirm this information because all we had was a name. Um, you know, it's, and it was a pretty common name. It's hard to determine exactly who it is, but you know, um, Jennifer was able to narrow it down and said, if there's these Fontanas out there, if we could get one of them to take a DNA test, we could see if they are related to your mother because the names weren't out there. And so she actually also contacted one of the family uh, and said, would your mother be willing to take, you know, because the, the cousin that my mother has is also in her 80s and she's blind. And uh, they still speak, by the way, so it's really great. But in any event, um, she agreed. So we paid for her to have a DNA test. We did the DNA test with my mother. Turns out that confirmed that that was the Peter Fontana. So it's it's just, you know, again, you do all this research, but the only way to 100% confirm it was to do the, the DNA test and to find the connection. And then, you know, you have to have these conversations because my mother wanted answers like, why didn't they get married? Did he know about me? Which, and I said to my mother, you're never going to know for sure. But mm-hmm. I think through speaking to this woman and finding out about her father and what he was like, I think she came to understand that he probably didn't know about her. At least that's the impression everybody has because nobody knew. Um, and um, just based on how he was, they, they find it hard to believe. But yeah, the, the, the whole thing was a... Uh, just a crazy emotional journey. Um, and, you know, I, I, I feel good as a son that I was able to get some closure for my mother uh, to the extent that she could. I, I really did see a change in her when she at least had some answers. Like she literally went, you know, 60 plus years um, with this these questions in her head and was finally able to get them answered. Wow, that's something. Yeah, you know, my my children are adopted and... Um, you know, now it's not like it was before. I mean, they do mm-hmm. seal the things until they're 18, mm-hmm. but you can't find 
and my daughter wanted to find her birth parents, which, you know, we were fine with. Um, and my son doesn't care. My son, you know, we've asked him a few times and he's just, he's 25 now and he's just not interested. So yeah. it's funny, you know, yeah. uh, some people really, really want to know and, and others don't, you know, and I've come across other people. And to your point about your, your, your mom's father, probably not knowing, I think that was the same thing with, um, with my friend. Um, yeah. I don't think his father probably knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's just that, you know, that's just a, a guess, but he found, he actually, he actually found, I mean, he found his half brother quite by accident because they just both happened to do the, the DNA oh, test. Really? Yeah, wow. <laughs> so he had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, with, um, with my mother, I think part of the issue is my mother's very religious. Um, and I think part of it was when she found out that they hadn't been married and being born out of wedlock and that kind of thing. I, I th- it really, it really, um, it really affected her in that way. Um, so I think that's why it was so problematic for her. I mean, I, I've never had that conversation with her, but that's what I think it is. Well, and at least it, it gave her some, some closure. I mean, I, I could think, you know, thinking about how my mom would have reacted to something like that. Mm-hmm. And knowing Italians, there was probably some inherent guilt there someplace, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though she didn't do anything wrong. We'll be right back. Italian Roots and Genealogy is proudly sponsored by your Dolce Vita and Dawn Matera, connecting people to their purpose in life and continuing their legacy. For more information, contact Dawn at www.yourdolcevita.com. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I, I think she just felt bad about herself. And, you know, it's funny. I <clears throat> I never asked my grandmother about it when she was alive. Um, I, I just wonder how she felt about it with, with uh, you know, with my mother, too, if she felt guilty about that because they had lied to her for so long. I mean, it's one thing to <clears throat> it's one thing to have that situation happen. It's another to, you know, tell her that story. I, I you know, at the time, I assume they just thought. You know, she's never going to know, not realizing that for her to get married, she had to go get the birth certificate. And, 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 and frankly, if his name wasn't on the baptismal certificate because the church insisted, she wouldn't have even had that name. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's that's something, huh? Yeah. Thank God for the church sometimes with the records they keep. huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I had I have a friend who. um She's uh, probably 15 years younger than me, at least. And uh, she's from Flushing, Queens. And um, she didn't know she was adopted for a long time. And then she went to get a driver's license. And mm-hmm. she asked her parents, "I, you know, I need a birth certificate. And they didn't have one. To this oh, day, she, does, she doesn't have a birth certificate. Wow. She's, she has no idea. And... Um, her father is a very, very old school type of Italian guy. And he said, well, you're my daughter. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. And she said, but I, but I can't, I can't get a passport. I can't get a license. I can't do anything. And yeah. some, I forget, she told me the story, but I forget exactly how she was able to 
get something that she was able to may have been, may have even been a baptismal certificate, but she was able to eventually get something, but she has no idea, you know, how she was adopted. If she was Mm -hmm. legally adopted, she doesn't have a clue. There's no papers on anything. Wow. Wow. Um, Yeah. I've I've heard stories about people who can't, if you know, they can't find a birth certificate and they won't give them a birth certificate. And yeah, it's a real problem. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So have have you um have you gone to Italy? Have you visited there? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've been over there. Not not to Genoa, but I've been down south, you know, down near Salerno. I've been, I've been you know, just to the major places, you know. But yeah, been there. Love it there. Yeah, we we were supposed to be there in April. Oh, we had you? a whole yeah. yeah, we had a whole tour planned out. We were going to um we were going to just spend a little time in Rome, spend most of the time in Naples because that's where my, my dad's family was from. And I hired a person, um, it's called Italy Rooting. Uh, and what they do is she's she does some genealogy work, but she's mm-hmm. more of bringing you back to the time of your ancestors. Yeah. So, so she had... And she wouldn't tell me everything. I mean, because she wants you to be surprised. But of course. Uh, we were supposed to go to um, some of the homes from my, my grandmother's family because some wow. of them are still there. Um, and uh, we were going to have a lunch with, you know, some of the third and fourth cousins there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, I've only met these people on Facebook. <laughs> so, yep. uh, And I was able to do a lot on Facebook. Oh really? You know, yeah. I, well, well, well. My my grandmother's name was Piramalo, mm-hmm. and that's very that's not a very common name, no, in Italy. So there was you know finding Piramalos was pretty simple, and because some of these records were documented, I could actually I saw people um, who the, the family that inherited the title they are still listed. They still keep these lists. So people born in the 1960s are on this list. So I was able to make that linkage. And then I went back to other people and I said, is this right? Is this this family and this that family? And they, you know, and they confirmed everything that I was seeing on these things. So, um, you know, it's just, and we were going to go to Sicily. My, my wife's uh, mother's family is from Sicily. So mm-hmm. uh, we're hoping this thing's going to blow over enough so we'll be able to go in October and, and yeah, get that yeah. done. Well, it's probably a good thing you hadn't been there when you were. Now, had you been to Italy before? Or was this going to be your first trip? Or no, we had been there. Uh, we had gone twenty five years ago when when we mm-hmm. lived in England. You know, because it's so easy oh, yeah. to go any place. It's a it's a snap. So we spent a couple of days in Rome. Then we went down. We took the train to Naples, where I picked up a car, and then we went to Sorrento. And what I didn't what I didn't know at the time was that uh, my grandmother lived a half a mile from the train station in Naples. Oh my gosh. So we could have just walked there yeah. and, and saw all these places, uh, you know, yeah. and her, her, some of her family are document, documented, uh, very well. And, you know, they have the addresses there. So that's how I knew where they were. And, yeah. uh, it seemed like the family pretty much, they must've owned a good, chunk of the buildings on that street because the addresses are like 23 28 30 mm-hmm. different members of the family all lived right next door to each other basically yeah yeah uh wow. 
and the and the current Hotel Caracciolo in Naples was one of the palaces going back to the 1600s from from my grandmother's mother's family. Wow. Um, so, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be able to get there. And yeah, I hope you do. <laughs> well, I, you know, I well, you 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 came from the uh, rich stock. I came from the poor stock. Well, I come from both. <laughs> my yeah. my mom's family, you know, when I researched them, and you look back at their records, every everybody was uh, the the men were farmers and the women were either farmers or seamstresses. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, my father's family, and my father kind of knew, but if if my father knew what he what he knew now, there would be no living with him. <laughs> uh, uh, but but um, one great piece of history that we were lucky to have, and I kind of find, found out quite by accident by talking to somebody. My cousin, my, my uncle didn't come to America uh, until 1950. His, um, oh. when my grandparents came from Bari, uh, they came because the World War I was starting and my grandfather had spent time in Libya in the Italian army. Mm. And my grandmother said, you're not going to war again. We're going to America. But they didn't think they were going to stay. So they left yeah. my, my oldest uncle in the care of his grandparents uh, in 1915. Well, you know, like they came here. I guess they started making a living and they started having more kids. Um, and I'm not quite sure there's two stories. One is that they, they couldn't afford to bring my uncle over, which mm-hmm. probably could have possibly been true. The other is that the grandparents weren't going to send him because he was like their kid now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when he wanted to come, he was 18 and he had to go in the Italian army. Then he got married and he started having children and the war and all of that. So uh, he didn't come until 1950. So all my cousins were born in the same house that my great grandparents owned in, in Bari. And um, my youngest cousin from that uncle, he interviewed my uncle in Bares before he died. Wow. And uh, I said, you have to translate this. And he said, well, you, I tried once and I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't get through it and, and all of that. And I said, you have to. I said, this is like the family history. You know, we need to yeah. know this. Uh, so he he did. He sat down with his sister and he went through it. And it's a fascinating look back into what it was like to live in a small Italian town in the oh, 1920s sure. and 30s and through the war yeah. and all of that, you know. Uh, uh, but my my great grandfather owned a cow <laughs> and he would walk through the town with my uncle. And if you wanted fresh milk, he'd stop in front of the door, milk the cow. Oh, and that's wow. how that's how he made his living. <laughs> wow. Well, well, when I was over there, my my family's from a really tiny town, Monte San Giacomo. Uh, it's in the hills, and uh, you know, <clears throat> I, you know, I, we looked at it on the map, but there's like there's nothing to the town. So I, you know, when I was there, it, w- it would have been a really long drive to get there. It was out of the way, and I decided not to do it just because, um, you know, I didn't know anyone there, and it was just so far away, and the town looked so tiny. But now that you've mentioned this uh, Italian routing, uh, Italy, Italy rooting, Italy, Italy rooting. I, I have yeah. to uh, 
that's a great thing. I have to look into that because, you know, maybe there is, you know, somebody there or at least something I could see there. That would be interesting. And and she does the whole country. So even if you went there and you went to Genoa, I, there's a I, there's a couple of blogs on it, and there's I also have an interview with Letizia on one of the podcasts, uh, and she's she's uh, she's very very nice. Uh, she's, oh, so she's she was great. one of the podcasts. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I yeah. don't. You know, the, the the Genoa thing was also a funny story, right? Not what I expected at all. But um, <clears throat> being up in Genoa, but the town that they're from, uh, everybody was named Fontana. So everybody that got married, married a Fontana, who married a Fontana, who married a Fontana. It was, so that's why I give Jennifer credit. It was really hard to, with everybody having the same name. I can imagine. I never heard of that before. I mean, I know, I know from my, my, my mom's family is actually outside of Bari. It's Torito. And uh, it's not quite like that, but there were, I probably, it's probably like five or six main names, you know, that, that were there. So when I look back on ancestry, you know, this one married this one and that one married that one and the other one married that one. Um, and, and on my, on my, my, my father's mom's side, um, or even her, her father, uh, I look at the records and the occupation is, you know, property owner, one of them actually, it says rich person as their occupa- occupation. <laughs> <laughs> no need to work. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I couldn't figure out, I couldn't figure out why my grandmother came, why they came here, because yep. they were from aristocratic families. Uh, and then I, I came across um, a Maria Piramalo that came to the United States in 1805. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, See, that, the name is so uncommon. They have to be related. There must mm-hmm. be a, a relationship here. So I started digging, and I asked my one of my older cousins, and he said, no, she didn't have any relatives here. And I said, well, Paul, I said, uh, I'm pretty sure, I said, because she would, she was, she's only a few years younger than her father, I said, and there would be no other reason for her to come here. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I said that they lived at this address in New York City. And he said, give me that address again. So I gave him the address again. And he said, that's the address where my mother fell out the window. Five, five stories. Oh, man. so I said, she fell out the window five stories. He said, well, yeah, he, the, the, what actually happened, she fell out the window and the wash lines broke her fall. So, you know, the old tenements in New York. Yeah, where they yeah, had all yeah. The yeah. yeah. So, so she, I think she broke a foot or something like that. It's like that. jumping into a net almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I said, well, that's it, Paul. I said, why, why would they live there with the same name and all of that? Right, so right. a little while after that, to your point about ancestry and finding things, I get a, I get an email on ancestry from somebody and they, she says, I think we're researching the same person. So I said, yeah, we are. I said, that's, my great Maria Piramal is my great grandfather's sister. She says, Are you sure? I said, I'm positive. There's no question about it. We're cousins, this right. Mm-hmm. So she says she wanted to be positive. She did the ancestry test and she messaged. She said, I got my results, you're not on it. So I look and I see she's on mine. So hmm. I said, you have to be, I said. So she called right. them, and they had a mistake or something, and they, they oh, wow. whatever happened happened. <laughs> right. uh, but 
So as we're going through all of this thing, I find out that her grandmother was uh, uh, Beatrice uh, Petex. Now, my parents always said they used to go to the P-Texas town. We were going to see Aunt Beatrice and all of this stuff, uh, P-Pedex. And so now it starts, the things are connecting. It turned out as we started going through this, because her, everybody in our family had passed away by then. My dad was gone. My mom was gone. Um, so we figure out that um, her grandmother and her cousin um, lived in the same house on in Flushing. When I first got married, I lived five blocks away from them for five years. Wow. So we must have been passing each other on the street. My well, first cousin was her, was her cousin, or, you know, another cousin, Jean, right. was her bridesmaid. My father took the wedding pictures. So all of this stuff was going on and we had yeah. no idea. Well, you know, you talk about the block things. Remember I told you that uh, Jennifer turned over rocks I never would have turned over. The way she zeroed in on a very common name, Peter Fontana, the way she zeroed in on the name is she looked at the censuses, the census data, and looked for Fontanas that lived in. My mother was born in Hoboken, That you know, uh, Fontanas in Hoboken. He literally lived five blocks from her from the time my mother was born until she moved out of the house after she got married. Five blocks, so same thing, had to be passing. But that's what, you know, I would have never thought to do that, but Jennifer said, you know, listen, they had to be local. And that's how she zeroed in on that Fontana and then traced it all the way back and then doing the DNA test. So same thing, five blocks away the whole time. Um, wow, You know, that's amazing. So, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. And that's where, you know, again, going back, giving my mother some comfort. She goes, well, he must have seen me. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I'm sure he did. <laughs> you know, I don't know for sure, but you know, it made her feel better knowing that. Uh, well, he, he probably, he probably did, but yeah. to your point, he probably, yeah, he probably didn't know. He, I don't think he knew. I, don't I, he I, knew. I would, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's, that's unbelievable. But, but that's, you know, that's what a professional gives you sometimes that oh, thinking of, boy. Back then, you know, nowadays it's different. But back right. then, yeah, it was probably local. They did it through the church or they did it through yep. Yep. whatever Catholic charities or something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. And these people want a baby and you have, you know, this girl is, this young girl's pregnant and they, they made a match and that was that, you know. Uh, and, that's, and they weren't too crazy about the, the birth certificates. See, with my kids, um, we... Uh, at least in Florida, the way they did it was uh, they issued a new birth certificate with our names on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my kids both show us as, as the parents. Now you can, I, I think you can go back because they've unsealed it. And once you're 18, I think you can go back and get the original. Mm -hmm. um, but the official one is the one with our names on it. So that's the one that they, oh, that's, that's the one that you on use. I didn't know that. Now, is, you yeah. said that's only in Florida or is that everywhere? I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, every state is different, so I'm not mm -hmm. sure, but I know that's the way, that's the way it works in, in Florida. And Florida has a registry um, where the, um, the birth parents and the child, when the child is 18, can register mm -hmm. and try and make the connection. Now, in our case, they didn't do that. Uh, we hired, 
we hired someone to do the the research and mm-hmm. um and find Nicole's uh, birth birth parents and um so you know we did that and and that's how she you know that's how she found them um but yeah Florida Florida was uh very easy and that's why we did it there for anybody who may be listening who's looking to adopt um when we did it when we did it we had a we worked through an attorney and everything and he picked he said you want to, you know, you want to adopt through this state, this state, this state, this state, these states you want to stay away with from. And in Florida at the time, I don't know if it's still the same. Um, as soon as the birth parents signed, it was irrevocable. Some states, they could make a claim right. like up to up to six months. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Florida was irrevocable. And, um, and the finalization was very simple. In fact, we... Um, we did the finalization with my son while we were living in England because I you know, we explained to the lawyer we were in England. And so she said, well, let me ask the judge. Let me find out. So the judge said, let them, you know, all they have to do is go to a, a, a lawyer's office um, or, a, you know, a, a, a judge or something like that mm-hmm. and uh, be sworn in. We could do it over the telephone as long as there's, you know, we, we know who they're being sworn in by and all of that. Uh, so that was, that was, really really pretty simple wow that's good to know yeah i'm, I'm way i'm way past the point of thinking about having <laughs> any more kids but no, you never know that's that's interesting information yeah right. and like i said maybe somebody's listening out there that yeah. uh, wants yeah. to know well i appreciate it Jude. this is f- fascinating i know it's getting late there it's yeah, almost my okay. almost my bedtime there so. <laughs> yeah yeah that's okay i am I'm, I'm used to it uh being up late so it's not a it's not a problem okay well great thanks again yeah this was interesting thanks bob appreciate it thanks for listening follow us on facebook in the italian genealogy group or at www.italiangenealogy.blog